it when you rediscover something that made you feel amazing before? This song used to just uh, center me, bring me so much joy and peace. And I forgot about it. But God reminded me this morning of the beauty of music, the beauty of our gifts, the beauty of sharing our talents, the beauty of trusting yourself and stepping into your season, staying in your lane, securing your bag, knowing that you are the bag, so you better secure yourself. Grand Rising, I pray that everybody has risen in the grandest spirits. I pray that you're all ready to have a good conversation. Just want to ask your permission. I feel like teaching today. I feel like sharing some knowledge, some wisdom, some gems, some things that I've come across on my journey that I pray could absolutely help you on yours. So if you're in a place to get a pen, get one. I feel like I'm gonna drop some notes for y'all today. I pray that you've really risen in grand spirits. And for weeks I've been saying grand rising, grand rising. And I've flipped it in the last week and I've started to say rising grand. And it's changed the command because now I'm rising grand. I'm rising grand. How much of you were choosing to rise grand? When you start to play about with words and you start to turn them around and you start to use them in different ways, you start to recognize that they have a different emphasis on your life. And so today we're talking about forgetting the success and focusing on the system. And so I wanted to look at what success meant. And it says that success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And I wonder how much emphasis we put on success. I wonder what it looks like to each person and how they go after it. And one thing that I've really been studying lately and reading about and learning about and sharing about is habits. And I recognize that it's your habits that can determine whether you're successful or not. And so on Tuesday, we spoke about starting small. We spoke about building on the small things and over time they become the big things. But more than that, I spoke about the identity shift. So it's less about what you want and it's more about who you're willing to become. And many people don't get that. And that's where they struggle. Because it's like when you're trying to obtain something and you're going after it and you wanna get it, it appears to be outside of you. But when you allow yourself to become that thing, that's the game changer right there. And so in order for us to be successful, we have a way of focusing on the end. But what I wanna do today is to invite you to forget about the end and enjoy the process. Because in the process, that's where you become successful. But the process is gonna take a system. 
I don't know if any of you have heard the quote that success is not a secret, it's a system. Many people, when they're interviewing successful people, whether that is the woman that's got the ring, you know, the woman that overcame all circumstances and built this incredible brand, whether it is the man that's faithful, right? Whether it is the person with the six-figure business, whether it is the person who keeps smiling through every single triumph, we always ask them a question and it is, what makes you so successful? Or how did you achieve that? Or what, how did you do it? We're never asking them, how did you fail? Why did you fail? That, we don't wanna know about that. We wanna know what they've done to become successful. But underneath that, what we're really asking is, what is the system that you had in place? What are the steps that you took? But I don't know if when we're trying to be successful, if we put as much focus on our system, if we put as much focus on the steps, if we understand that it's the process that makes us successful as opposed to the end result. So within the process, who are we willing to be? Within the system, what are we designing, building, standing on, attaching ourselves to? And so this is why I'm speaking a lot about identity because it's the identity shift that helps you. So I also looked at the word identity and then you can break it down and it goes down to a Latin. It comes from a Latin word and the first word, don't quote me because I can't speak Latin, but what I believe that it kind of says in English is essentius which means being. And then the other side of the word is the identium, which means repeatedly. So therefore, identity means repeated beingness. I had to stop. I said, sorry, what? Identity means repeated beingness. So how are we being? in the process of being successful. That's gonna be a major key for some of you guys right there. It's not what you're going after. It's not how big it is. It's not how amazing it is. It's not how it will impact your life, but actually who are you being in the process of that? Because when you recognize that identity is repeated Beingness, what are we repeating? Habits, what habits? Repeated action. Repeated behavior. Repeated intention. Repeated thoughts. We've been having so much conversations in Elevation lately in regards to just how much of the stuff around us is just created by the things that we think. So for instance, many experiences that we may have in the Western side of the world, they're not having them in the Eastern side of the world. They're not having them in the Caribbean. They're not having them in Asia. 
because their belief systems are different. And I was laughing as I was sharing a story yesterday. Um, my dad, he's in the room. Sometimes when the boys come in from football or they're going out to football and they wear next to nothing, he's like, put on clothes, but make sure you've got on your clothes, you know, because you're going to catch a cold. And I'm like, dad, they're not going to catch a cold. And I remember hearing that from so young. My mum used to say, well, I don't think we could iron and then get in the bath and go outside or something like that because we could catch a cold. And these were things that were taught to them and then taught to us. And we grew up believing them until I started to do exercise. And in the beginning of me doing my exercise classes, I would say to people, especially in the winter, make sure you wrap up your muscles when you go outside because your muscles have just been warmed up and you've got to keep them warm. Because that was an idea that was taught to me through my training and exercise. And I'm just here to tell y'all, all of y'all, because that's a whole lie. How do athletes exercise and then sit in <laughs> a cold bath? Mum didn't even say you catch a cold. She said you get pneumonia. <laughs> that's the belief right there. It wasn't even a cold. She said you're going to catch pneumonia. <laughs> And so we would make sure we wouldn't iron before we got in the bath and then went outside because who wanted to catch pneumonia? Guys, I will iron, get in the shower and go outside and I'm okay. I'll go outside and run in shorts and I don't catch a cold. But because this is an idea that has been pumped to us on so many levels, we believe it. And what we don't recognize is the only reason that it happens is because we believe it. It's not necessarily because it's true. And I know that some of y'all are gonna come with the science behind it. And I'm gonna tell you again and again and again, I used to get colds every year. Every year in winter, I would experience a cold because you get colds in winter, apparently. And the minute that I started to recognize this thing and I started to ask myself like, what do I believe? What do I really believe to be true? And I noticed that my belief was you get a cold in winter because that's just what you get. And I was like, okay, cool. Do I still want to believe that? And I was like, no, I can't tell you the last time I've had a cold. I can't tell you the last time I've experienced that. And so what I'm saying is when we're working towards success, we have to start to recognize the system that's in place. Does the system support what you are moving towards? Or does the system go against it? Now we need to talk about this on so many levels, but we're gonna try and chop up in a little bit of time that we've got here today. And I pray that you walk out with some quality information. So when we now think of a system, I want you to think of the system of your mindset. Does that support your goal? I want you to think of the system of your habits. Does that support your goal? I want you to think of the system of the way that you actually maneuver, the action you're willing to take. Does that support your goal? Because maybe if you paid some attention to these things, half the stuff that you're reaching for would be yours. It would be right in front of you. Because if your identity is based on repeated beingness and you paid attention to the systems that are developing your beingness, then you would be there quicker than you know. 
Success is your birthright. You're already successful. Do you know how many sperm spun to the egg? And you made it. But you see, you don't see yourself as successful. So you're always reaching for it. But the minute that you start to believe you're successful now, you will conduct yourself in a successful manner. You will walk in a successful way. You will do things as if they are already successful. And that's the flip that happens when you forget the success and you focus on the system. Because in focusing on the system, you move as if it's successful. When I'm really dead or serious about shifting my weight because I got to get in a bikini and I want to look good, the result doesn't matter. What really matters is what I'm willing to wake up and do every single day. What I'm willing to eat every single day. What I'm willing to step into every single day. That's what matters. It's the repeated action over time that makes the difference. So when we talk about a system, we are talking about repeated action. And it's your repeated action, hence the habit. Hence why on Tuesday I spoke about starting small. Are you willing to wake up every day and do a bit of exercise? Are you willing to wake up every day and read a book? Are you willing to wake up every single day and feed yourself with good things that make you feel good and give you more energy? Are you willing to do those things every single day? Because let's face it, some of us have some big ass dreams. Because it might make us feel good. The only reason why we ever want something is because we believe that we're going to be better as a result of that thing. So for instance, if I decide I need to earn six figures, because if I can earn six figures, I can build the school that I want. My children can live in the house that they deserve. I'll be able to help more people. I'll be able to open the home that I want to help people with. But I can guarantee if I'm earning six figures, there's a certain level that I need to move at. There's a certain level of things that I'm managing. There's a certain level of things that I'm responsible for. So I have to work for myself right here, right now. How do I deal with the things that I'm responsible for? How do I manage those things? How do I handle those things? What's my attitude and behavior like towards the small things? Because if I'm struggling now, what will I be like with the bigger things? So the system that I need to put in place needs to be able to manage what I've got right now. So that when I get that, I'm already a master at it. That's the system that I need to focus on. Right now, do I have the mindset that I can only manage a certain amount? Do I have the mindset that says, oh, it's too good to be true? Or do I have a mindset that says, you know what? I will never have more than I can bear. I'm flexible and adaptable. I manage things with ease and grace. I walk into new opportunities and new opportunities come to me. Is that the system that I have in place? And sometimes that's it. Our system doesn't support our success. So it's not available to us. 
not because it's not available to us, but because we are not in the beingness of it. We're not allowing ourselves to become it. So it's important that within our system, we focus on the repeated actions. What are the repeated actions that are going to support you in your journey towards success? If you wanna become a wife or a husband, what is the system that you've got in place to support that? Are you acting like a wife? Are you thinking like a wife? Or do you settle at the first opportunity that comes to you? Are you selfish and self-centered so you couldn't give to your husband or your family? What is the system that you've got in place to support it? And what are the repeated actions that you were doing? I recognized that one space in my life, there was no room for a man because my mentality wasn't, I, I just, I wasn't focused on it. And the parts of it that I was focused on was very guarded, very bitter. So I wasn't open to welcome that man. I might have said it with my mouth, but my energy wasn't there. So I had to work on what I believed about a man, what I believed about a relationship. I had to put things in place. I emptied out one half of my closet. I emptied out one half of my drawers. I actually started to move and think like the man was here. I started cooking more meals. I started saying, right, can I manage my time with the children? And can I have spare time to have time for him? And can I have enough time to manage my business? I had to start making that space in my life for it to be available to me. I had to put a system in place that supported what I wanted, what I desire. Many of you want the wedding, but you're not prepared for the marriage. Many of you want the ring, but you're not ready for the man. And vice versa. Many of you want the six figures, but you're not willing to have the work ethic that it takes to get there. So it's important that we understand our repeated actions. And we understand, do they serve us? Are they in alignment to what we desire? Are they working against us or are they working for us? Do we need to adapt them? Do we need to change them? Because what I'll tell you about repeated action is, it allows you to accumulate evidence. So for instance, when I started reading good books, yo, my head started swinging left, right, up, down as the pages turned. <laughs> and I didn't know if I was retaining any information. I tried reading on the toilet. I tried reading at the sink. I tried reading walking up and down. And it was just pure resistance, drop sleep. Anytime I read a book that could fundamentally change my life. But if you gave me, whoa, there's a guy, his name is Jerome Dickey, and oh, child, his books, I could read all day, all night, because they were enticing to my mind, they were enticing to my emotions, they had me living on cloud nine in my fantasy world of what I wanted to manifest in a relationship, I could read them all day. But the things which I really need to apply in my life, my head would start swinging, resistance, resistance, resistance. And so I used to start saying to myself that, like, but I love to read, but I can't read anymore. 
And every time I tried to read, it would be the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. So I had to attach something different to it. I had to start to say to myself, like, are you willing to learn something new every day? Are you willing to learn something new? And I was like, yes. So I went to the book with a different like identity. So I went to the book with, I'm reading this book to learn something new today. So now I'm reading it with the intention that it's going to give me something new. Yo, those 20 minutes became half an hour. Those half an hour became an hour and so on and so on and so on. Till when I got to the point where I fully read a book in a day, I was so proud. Because what happened was I started to accumulate new evidence that I can read. I can sit down and read a book. Furthermore, it wasn't even the fact that I couldn't read, bro. I never completed a book. Completed what book? No, I got bored, move on to the next one. So I started to complete a book. I started to love the feeling of the book shutting the whole way because I read every page. So I started to, then it changed a different belief in me that I can read. This sounds so simple to some of you guys, but I pray that you get the level that I'm planting this in you at. Your repeated actions are solidifying something in you that you believe about yourself. An athlete believes he's an athlete. So he wakes up every day and trains because the system of training develops and solidifies the idea that he is an athlete. A writer wakes up and writes every day. And if they're not writing, they're researching. If they're not researching, they're reading. They are finding evidence to support their writing because they believe they are a writer. A speaker wakes up every day and finds opportunities to speak. So whether they are reading to get information, whether they are writing their speech, whether they are in the mirror practicing, whether they are listening to their previous speeches, there is a system that supports their success. And the system comes from their repeated actions. And their repeated actions allow them to accumulate evidence that solidifies the idea that they are that thing. And over time, it shifts your identity. It shifts the way that you see yourself. You couldn't have told me years ago as an adult that I would be completing books in a day or in two days. I didn't have the time, apparently. I didn't see why it was valuable to me. I didn't see the benefit that it added to my life. Oh, we read in school and I didn't even know why we read in school then. But now I understand reading in a different way. I understand that it teaches me. I understand that it gives me access to new information. I understand that it allows me to see myself differently. I understand that it allows me to, um, you know, be more powerful. I understand that it helps me with my purpose. So these days, I ain't going to sleep unless I've hit reading for the day. These days, I ain't going to sleep unless I've exercised within a day. These days, I am not going to sleep unless something positive has been pumped into me. Because it's the system that's gonna change my success.
success, the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. I recognize I can't get the success without purpose. I recognize I can't get the success without an aim. So therefore I've got to be intentional about why I'm doing things and what I'm doing. I was reading last night and I wrote down something and it says, the process of building habits is the process of being more yourself. The process of building habits is the process of being more yourself. What does that mean? Waking up at 5 a.m. has significantly changed my life. It has significantly solidified the way that I see myself within this world. The value that I recognize that I have the value of giving to myself before I give to anybody else, the value of learning from other people, the value of being surrounded by people choosing to grow. That has completely changed the way that I see myself. But it has also allowed me to be more of myself. That's a little choice to wake up at 5 a.m and commit to a couple hours with me, commit to a couple hours surrounded by other people committing to their self. But you wouldn't know the value of it until you put yourself in the, in the position to receive it. You wouldn't know the value of it until you put yourself in the arena of being a part of it. You wouldn't know the value of reading for half an hour a day so that by the end of the year, you've read something like 25 to 30 books. You wouldn't know the value of that until you've developed a system that allows you to experience that. You wouldn't know the value of exercising consistently every single day until it stops. But that's a system that you can choose to put in place to support yourself, to being more of yourself. I didn't realize how much exercising affected my moods until I stopped exercising. But that's a system that's been in my life for so long that I didn't know what it completely done until I stopped doing it. It was the same for dance. I say this all of the time, every so often, I just remind myself that I've got to dance because I'm just a better person dancing. I just am. What habits or repeated action have you been doing for so long that you don't even recognize anymore the value of it? Then maybe you've put it down, but you've got to pick it up because it's a system that allows you to be successful. It's a system that supports you deeply. And in the same breath, what other systems could you hear about that maybe you were scared to join or scared to use or scared to tap into, but now as a result of hearing this, you're thinking, you know what? I need to try that thing. I need to change my identity. Some of you believe you can't read because you read slow at school. 
or because you didn't really understand the benefits at school or because you've never completed a book. And I want this to be the reminder, pick up a book, please. A good quality book. Yo, in slavery, they said if you if you want to, if you don't want um a man to like know himself, or you don't want a man to be educated or evolved, put it in a book, especially the black man. Because the black man doesn't want to read. But life brought me to a surah. And it said, read in the name of thy Lord, thy Lord that creates, creates man from a clot. Read. And my Lord is most generous. There's something in pages of books that can change your life. When I did the Level Up course, I gave everybody a bookmark. And on that bookmark, I shared a quote. And it said something along the lines of, I have found myself in the chapters of many stories. That's where I found myself. In the chapters of many other people's truths, as well as my own. I have found myself in other people's stories. And I'm telling you guys, I know all of you can find yourself there too. And life has been made easy for us. Even if we can't read a physical book, yo, have y'all invested in Audible? Eight pound or something, seven pound a month to get a book a month. Or you can pay for 20 credits in advance, which apparently is even cheaper. And you can listen to it while you're driving. You can listen to it while you're walking. You can listen to it instead of watching junk TV. But that's a system that can support you in being successful. So we have to really get clear on the systems that are in our life right now. And we have to be willing to ask ourselves, does this system support my idea of success? Do I even have a system in place? What is the system that's gonna allow me to be more of myself? Because the practical way, the practical, because I know that a lot of us are practical, the practical way to change who you are is to simply change what you do. I'm gonna say it again for the ones in the back who didn't hear me. The practical way to change what you are is to change what you do. You cannot get a different result by doing the same things. Our boy Einstein said that's insanity. So in order to get a different result, you've got to do something different. That's the system. And again, like I said on Tuesday, start small. It doesn't have to be quantum leaps. It doesn't have to be massive things. It just needs to be repeated action that over time changes the game and grant yourself time grant yourself the ability to go through the process and grow through the process and become something different as a result of the process we all love a result we all love a result 
But we know even if we sit down and we watch a good football game, we know that them boys have been putting in work just to go out there and deliver a 90 minutes that seems like pleasure and joy to the rest of us. Do you understand the work that they're putting in? Athletes trained for four years to go and do a couple of a second of a race. What's the most successful part? The getting across that line and winning or who they become as a result of the process? So I pray that we start to shift the way that we look at success. I pray that we stop looking at it as the end and we start to look at the process. We start to look at the system. Focus on the type of person that you want to become and build habits that support that person. Focus on the type of person that you want to become and build habits that support that person. That's the system. Prove to yourself that you can be that person by small wins. You can be that person that is a leader because you're responsible for your actions. You're responsible for the people that are under you. You have a level of integrity. You're honest, you're reliable. That's how you become that person. People can trust you. Become more trustworthy, become more honest, become more reliable. Yo, be on time. Value your time so that people know that you'll value their time. Become that person. And if you really desire something long enough, and you really work on the small things, there's laws of the universe that fully support you. And these are the same laws that say what you put in, you'll get out. And when you do it with no resistance, when you do it with faith, when you plant everything in faith, it must come to fruition. It must land. The score must change. The tide must come in. We've only got to look at nature to recognize how things work. We've only got to look at the creations of the things that we didn't create and find the alignment within them to recognize that we must be under that same law and that same order. So let's make these things work for us. And I think it's so important to say that what really drives the system of success is your values and your morals. Because they define your identity. So as opposed to focusing on the outcome, why don't you pay attention to your values? Why don't you pay attention to your morals? My value system says to me that I'm gonna be truthful regardless. So anything that I build has to be built in that same level of truth. So in Elevate, we have a rule and that's to be hot, honest, open and transparent. Why do we have that rule? Because that's my ethos. That's my value. That's my moral system. Any relationship I enter, we got to be honest. 
That's a standard for me. We spoke about standards and boundaries yesterday. And any time that that standard isn't being met, it's, it's a no-go for me. We out. You got to go. Because what I ain't going to do is do anything outside of me. My values and morals say I respect myself. I love myself. I honor myself. So in any space that I go into, it's got to be the same. I respect you. I honor you. I love you. And love isn't something that I play about with. But love is so easy for me. Because when I see people, I choose to see love. And so I really live the idea of people are only operating from an act of love or a call for love. So there's nothing outside of that. I don't dabble into these low energies and focus where loads of people focus on this and that and this. I ain't got time for it. You got time to focus on all of that low energy and, and what this devil is doing or the I and no. I'm looking for love at all costs. I'm looking for love in every situation and circumstance. And if I can't find it, guess what, guys? I'm creating it because that's my system of success. What's yours? What's the system that you're building on? What's the system that you're using every single day? What's the repeated actions that you're taking? This is where the conversation changes. And when I started to look at success like this, it changed the game for me. COVID did a great job at putting me in a corner and saying, if everything was taken away today, what would matter to you, T? And what would matter to me was that I died empty. So I gave all I had to give. I lived a life of honesty and purpose. I served God first and then his people. I helped people. I gave to people. I loved people. I trusted people. And that's all I've focused on. And the love that I've had back the trust that I've had back, the support that I've had back, I don't take any of that stuff for granted. But I also understand mirror, mirror. So no, I didn't wait to get it from outside of me. I didn't wait until I saw the outcome. No, I created it within me. And then I saw it outside of me. I created it around me. I know how sacred and valuable I am. So I don't let any and everybody come around me, be around me. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, hell no. But I also started to recognize the more that I let go of my resistances to things, of my thoughts about things, yo, everything just started to open up. The minute that it was planted in my head, be great. And I lived up to the expectation of being great, started rising at 5 a.m., started asking bold questions, started asking for contracts, started saying, yo, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Then nothing is off limits. Let's go, T. 
Let's go. What's stopping you? Now they're challenging me to show up on Instagram. Let's go, T. Let's go. I still have fears. I still have anxiety. No, I don't really have anxieties. I was about to lie. No, I don't have them. Mm -mm. No, I don't have that. Mm -mm. <laughs> but I will leap into them again and again and again because what? What do I really have to lose? Who am I playing small for? The systems that you guys have in place, your repeated habits are accumulating evidence of what you believe about you. To believe something different. I was on a mission to prove to myself that I can be great and I'm about to be on that mission forever. Because greatness is my birthright, just like abundance and success and all those other things. But I had to stop waiting for it to arrive and had to start being it. Identity, repeated beingness. Notice I didn't say doing. Notice I didn't say trying. Notice I didn't say striving. Didn't say any of those words. I said beingness. Repeated beingness. Some of you are repeatedly trying. Some of you are repeatedly striving. Some of you are repeatedly doing, but how are you being? Who are you willing to become? And what will it take for you to get there? And what can you do now? What matters today? What action will you do today? When you come out of this room, what are you going to do today? What will you no longer go to sleep before you do? I ain't sleeping unless I've done certain things. Because it's the system that I'm putting in place to support myself in a way that I have never given myself to support my um, given myself permission to support myself before. That's the game that we're playing. So here's my four little or five little tips that I want to leave with you about having a system and habits in place that support your success. So the system, the repeated actions, they teach you to trust yourself. Many of you don't trust yourselves. So you don't trust others and you don't trust life. But when you solidify actions that prove to yourself, I can do this. Not only can I do this, yo, I'm doing this. Oh, I've achieved this. That badass energy, that teaches you that you can trust yourself. And then when you trust yourself, step number two, you start to believe that you can. You stop telling yourself you can't. You can. I started to believe I can read 20 minutes. I can read half an hour. Heck, I can read a book in a day. I can. And so I did. You can. But it's the repeated actions that's going to prove that to you. It's the trust that's going to solidify the belief that you can. And when you believe you can, guess what, guys? The evidence changes. Because you can now, what you're capable of changes. That's number three, the evidence changes. And guess what? Some of y'all need this one. Number four. 
when the evidence changes, guess what, babes? Your story changes. Those bullshit stories that you keep telling yourself are meh, the opinions, meh, the validation, meh, the get out the violin, bro. You start telling yourself a different story. Like I walked into a room and I smashed it. I can't wait until the conversations around me are at this level of conversation, like all day, every day, because that's just the power that we have. And when you sit into certain circles, that's the only conversation they have. Not my daddy did this when I was five. And so it meant that I can't do this. Yo, you were five, you're 50. Yo, you were five, you're 30. The story changes. That's step number four. And when the story changes, ah, here she goes. My favorite step, number five, my favorite number, the belief factor, the outcome shifts, period. And that's what you want anyways. That's the success. The success is the outcome shift. But maybe you didn't know how to get there. So I've just plugged you. The system that you've got in place, that's where the work is. Number one, teach yourself to trust yourself. Number two, start to believe that you can. Number three, the evidence changes. Number four, the story changes. And number five, boom, the outcome shifts. Let's go. Didn't speak about fear, babes. Didn't speak about what's holding you back. Didn't even speak about trying because they ain't your portion, my youth. That's how I talk to myself, by the way. I'm not calling anybody a you. That's how I talk to me. Like, my you, fix up. Let's go. Let's grow. Let's build. Let's trust. Let's believe that it's possible. i got to talk to my inner child. So I chat to her like, yo, my girl, let's go. Let's grow. Let's build. Let's trust. Let's love. Let's believe it's possible. That's the rant that I live in. Whereas some of us live in the rant of solidifying ideas as to why it's not possible, because we don't have repeated action that supports the evidence of who we want to become, fix it. And that's all I've got to say. That's all I've got to say. I pray that you took notes. I pray that something landed. And I really pray that you work on developing a system that supports your success. Any questions, any ideas, any thoughts, any opinions, any realizations in this conversation? I now invite you to the stage. If you want to share anything, um, I'm here for it. Let's go, let's grow. Don't let your thoughts sit in you. Sometimes speak them out loud. That's a powerful thing to do too. Don't just come into these rooms and think, oh, I'm going to just listen, listen, contribute, add value to the room. Know that you're valuable. Come up and share something that's landed in you because you know what? It might be the one thing that someone else needed to hear. That's the power of this room. That's the power of this space. That's the power of being. Anybody? Okay, cool. We're out, guys. I pray that it's been good to you.
Oop. Thank God for my mama. She always gonna come help me. What's good, Queen? Hi. 808 consciousness. Whoa, I believe we just had an upgrade in consciousness. Shout out the angels. Yes. Grand Rising. Yes, I. So you've come with my language to their words. I'm gonna love it. Yeah, I'm man. Love it. I look, daddy's in the room. It came to the definition of identity and our. What does it mean again? It's going to meet you a minute, Dad. Yeah, identity is repeated beingness. Repeated beingness. And then I went to break up identity. So I went to what is the etymological. And why we go etymological is because it means the stem root of the word. So it's like, for instance, you cannot plant a tomato and expect that you're going to get an onion. Yeah. So that word, that word stems from somewhere, it has a rooting in somewhere, and it comes through different forms, like Latin, Greek, blah, blah, retete, whatever, and it arrives in English. So in the word identity, you had I, and I stands alone, or so we were taught. So, you know, like when you was learning to write, Tanya, and it was like, we had to be taught, okay, I is a capital, like I is a word in yeah. its own right. I stands alone. And that to some degree, I would say that that is the biggest lie that we were taught because I never stands alone. Amen. And when God gave us the word, he said, when Moses asked, who is God? He said, I am the I am. So I am, and that connects us to the beingness that we stand with. Period. So when you look in the dictionary and it says, where did I come from? I came from the language of the ego. Mm. And sometimes that's where we're making the biggest mistake because it's like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I and I, the Rasmus used to say, I and I. Because we don't stand alone. We Here don't we stand alone. And that reminds me, though, because a major plug on the system that I've got in place as of late is even before I come into this room, I pray because I ain't going into no space alone. I ain't building nothing alone. I done that for too long and the struggle was real. So I'm calling on my ancestors. I'm calling on my angels. I'm calling on any divine spirits that are with me. What we need to do together, what you didn't get to do, what you needed to finish up. Let's go. Use me because I'm available to be used. And that's a system that I stand on. The other thing is thank you for, um, you know, growing me, for teaching me, because, you know, like we're taught by our parents. And when mom said, don't I, you know, go out in the ring, can you get pneumonia? Pneumonia will kill you. And I didn't even know what pneumonia was. It just sounded <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> now, the way that it sounded, pneumonia, <laughs> that was something that, <laughs> That said, not me. So I was going to listen to the instructions and the guidance that was given by my parents, who I loved dearly, but they truly believed what they were telling us, and they didn't know any difference. They were according to where the light shone. At that time, they had that wisdom of where the light shines, but it's moved on. So I, I'm grateful that you know you're moving me on. And when I do go out now to walk in the rain, I say, no, no more not here. 
Do you know what? It's so beautiful to run and walk in the rain when a couple months ago when we had that snow and I set the task, I set everybody in the group, I said, go outside, turn your head up and let the snow fall on your face. People don't even like snow like that. But the experience was beautiful. It was like we just I sometimes think we miss the beauty that's around us because of fear, you know. People don't like snow because they're scared to fall or bust their ass or whatever. I love all of the seasons because I feel like each season teaches me something new. But it's also it's also the beauty of learned behaviour. And I was blessed to be in a 5am today where Tanya spoke about when she listened to people about money <laughs> and being careful with money. Stupidness. You know, that's when she lost her abundance because before she just spent and she knew and trusted that more was coming. And parents, as we are, Claudia and Christina said, Tony, you've got to be careful. You've got to save for a rainy day. You've got to put, you know, in truth, we came from parents that that was their belief. That was what was required for them. So that's what we were taught. And we taught you what we knew and it weren't for you. So I'm, I'm grateful. Like, you know, sometimes when I'm in the room with Tanya, my my past it gets dented it's like oh gosh she's talking about you know what her what her parents that's me i i put that i put that on her but it was an unconscious action that truly came from a place of love truly came from a place of i have to teach her how to be responsible because if my eyes shut tomorrow i need to be able to show her how to stand up and the truth is it's necessary what you guys taught me was perfect because yeah. you did the best with what you could, but it was also perfect for me to test the waters, for me to find my truth, for me to rebel, for me to think, mm, do I actually believe that? We give her too much damn spit. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> you did. But thank God you did, because I will question everything. I'm not going to just swallow what people tell me. I'm not going to just believe things. When I teach anything, I say to people, go do your research, go find it, go figure out if it's true to you. Because I recognize that again, I've said this before, I used to think that truth just was, truth just isn't. There's so many dimensions to the truth and all of it can be true. What's true to me isn't necessarily true to you. And I people couldn't have told me that before because I'm like, no, there just is the truth. But I understand it to a different level. I understand it on a different dimension now. To and then also you said about five, those of us who love numerology and numerology is life. Tanya said five, her favorite number, it means to bear witness. Nine, my favorite number, it means completion. And I is the ninth letter of the alphabet. So it shows that, first of all, it stands alone, or so they tell you. But I would say, all of you, embrace Rasta, I and I. Embrace the I and I and take the higher I with you. But also nine, completion. Yeah. So there's something about the I that requires to be completed. And in order for you to complete your beingness, to complete your desire to be here you've got to go like i said yesterday to the manufacturer you've got to go to the person that gave you you you've got to go to your intuition so intuition is your inner tutor that is teaching you 
and Tanya is guided by hers and I would say let's all have a relationship with intuition so that eye dent dent comes from the word tooth tooth is like the most solid thing so when I'm losing mine I'm like Lada Masi you're losing your solidness but teeth are very solid there are there are firm foundations so when I brush my teeth every day I affirm for myself my greatness I affirm for myself my abundance I affirm because my teeth are very solid so dent I dent that's that's showing you like a, a solidness it's showing you what your what is combining and forming you that's what dent means that's what tooth is. It's like a solid part of our body. They said it's the equivalent to the stones and the rocks. And titty is Claudius's favourite. So identity, we, we had to um, suck on breast until we were able to eat for ourselves. And when you have a word that has titty in it, it's bringing together all of that stuff, like identity and entity and continuity. And if you look at all of the titty, in the words, it brings you to that place. So, yeah, that's how I heard the word as well, Tanya, identity. In the English, I just made it mean something to me. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing that and coming to the stage and just, yeah, sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and how you find the root of that word. I love that. And I love that it goes in alignment still with the the Latin breaking down of it and where the word came from and how it's shifted to English, but the elements can still produce the same thing. I love that. Thank you. Mr. Claude. Well, yeah. the last thing on titty, suck on the breast of life. That's the titties that we need to suck on now as adults. <laughs> and it's the breast of the creator. I used to say an affirmation that used to say, I'm tucked into the bosom of God and I must stay there until he gives me all that I require. And I just used to affirm that every day. Praise God. Mr. Claude, Grand Rising, Rising Grand. Daddy to you. <laughs> yes, Father? Um, I just wanted to say, I felt this morning like I've been in a sermon. I've been to church. And, you know, when you go to church, some um, things... Um, bounce off you because you might feel like you've been doing wrong or you might not be dealing with, doing, dealing with something the right way uh, so that's how I felt this morning it's not anything in particular it's just the whole accomplice of what you was talking about so I'd just like to thank you for that because today I was in one mood when I was coming to work and now I'm in a completely different mood as I get to work so Love that. Like thank you for um, my grand rising my rising grand Yes, I really appreciate that because that's another reason why I've done these rooms early in the morning, the rise and win rooms, because I just want to plant a seed early in the morning that if you can just get certain things into your mind early in the morning, do you know how you'll go about your day? Do you know how you'll go about your day? I had to get mad about feeding myself early. You know, we go through the day and we feed ourselves with food to nourish our body, our physical body. But what do we do in the mornings to nourish our spiritual body, to nourish our emotional body, to nourish our mental body? And what do we do for the rest of the day to feed those parts of ourselves? 
So when I started to look at them as separate, but yet one of the whole thing, I became crazy about feeding myself early, having a big breakfast. You know, when you start to do like many diets, they say, eat breakfast like a king, eat lunch like a queen and have dinner like a pauper. So your biggest meal should be your breakfast because that's when you're breaking fast. And then the little, the medium meal is your second meal because guess what? You've still got hours to digest it and your smallest meal before you go to bed. Imagine if you thought of yourself like that. You had a big boy prayer to open your day, a big affirmation to kickstart your day. And then in the middle, you've done something good, like had a good audio to nourish you at lunchtime. And before you go to bed, you wind down with some journaling and listening to some good music and some good vibes. Yo, I just plugged y'all. When we start to invest in ourselves like that. Yes, ma'am. I wanted to ask the question and in, in true spirit of just being raw, like I am. Is that why I used to love a morning piece of sex? Girl, you better ask somebody. I just, you know, because you're saying all the journaling and the books and whatever, but I'm saying those of you that have a partner. <laughs> it's good to get it early in the morning. It's the sweetest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, but what you saying is, again, and it was in my head earlier on, and I was going to say there's a famous scene that goes with that. The early bird catch the fat worm. Right. The fat worm. Them, them does come fat in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, guys, I talk like this in front of my parents. <laughs> Early morning. Yeah, it hits different when you roll over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe catch peace in the morning. And just on a side note, you are very, very powerful um, when you're having sex because you're having the most non-resistant thoughts. That's a good plug for you guys. But yeah, that might be something that you put in your system towards success that works for you. And I pray that it works out for you if you do. Um, but that's it. It's a wrap. Thank you so much, mum and dad, for coming to the stage and offering what is done for you and your knowledge and wisdom. And I pray that everybody has a beautiful, beautiful day. And, you know, you have fun creating your systems. You enjoy creating your systems of success. And the last plug that I want you to write down is your system is your belief. Your system is your belief. What are you believing about yourself? What are you believing is possible? And what are you doing as a result of that? What are the steps that you're taking? What are the actions that you're repeating? What is the evidence that you're accumulating? Think about it. But more than thinking about it, guess what, guys? Be about it. Have an absolutely incredible day and thank y'all so much for being here. Again, you can reach out to us in the email, shake the room underscore ch at mail.com. You can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms and you can continue to catch up on anything that you've missed by searching the podcast hashtag a cup of tea, C-U-P-P-A-T-E-E. And stay in the loop, stay connected, be great.